Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the New Decibel. I'm your host Nijate Bhattacharya. Now you might be wondering why is this episode named so similarly to my first episode? Um, well, mostly because I fucked up. You see, I had taken the time to actually go over that episode, and I had a, I had the great opportunity to actually run this through my friends, um, and they came up with the feedback saying, "What the fuck was that?" Right now, I know, I know that I intended it for it to be in a certain manner, but it turned out to be different, and it was really because I was just fucking nervous. It was my first episode. I didn't know how it's done. Um, I was just so scared, and when I I was done with it, I was really certain that this is a shitty, shitty episode. But I was so excited about just starting off with it that I uploaded it. Um, again, thank you so much for listening to it, uh, <laughs> and thank you so much for giving me the feedback because I really do appreciate it. Um, but that being said, now um, I wanted to sort of talk about the same topic, the art of selling, um, with a more gathered thought um, about this topic. So I hope you sort of see the sense in what I had said earlier, which was shit, and what I'm going to talk about will probably make a little more sense. Now, just to get an idea, why is it um, so important to understand if selling is all about science or selling is about art now i personally believe it's a great mix of both right i mean there has to be that math angle to it but you need to do your scientific um questioning of the situation pretty well is this person going to close is this person not going to close should i be investing my time into this person or not um all of that comes into picture but once you have figured that bit out you really need to work on your art which is your skill set the the way you speak the way you interact with that client that makes all the difference so sometimes what happens something might or might not close but how you sell it really changes the game i mean sometimes you have a really really good situation of closing but you fuck up on your pitch and it doesn't close so it goes both ways right so i mean the conclusion of the situation is a mix of both um but for me it's always been about the the emotional involvement the emotional uh, investment in the pitch. So for me, it's been always a thought of um, selling an idea uh, rather than the product in itself. Um, so for me, it always ends up being the art of selling, right? Uh, but for you to understand how does it really work, I think an A seller, the uh, the the fucking best out there, uh, they always look at their overall pipeline as a, as a method of probability. Which lead will close better? Which lead will close faster? Um, and which lead will take the least amount of time to close because the smart ones will make sure they're working on their probability day in day out if they're not doing that then you're probably not working with a good seller so when you're hiring keep that in mind right um that being said as an individual i've always sat down on my computer or my laptop and i've just gone through in the entire database that i maintain thoroughly by the way um, about who am I interacting with? What's my current conversation going on? What's my feeler about the process on and and, uh, and the proceedings which are going to happen down the line? It gives you a really good idea about how the client is responding to your uh, conversations, your pitches, um, and it gives you a good enough understanding of yourself. If you need to change something, if you need to continue the way you're going, um, sometimes what happens, you sort of just realize that this shit is not working. And for me, it's uh, whenever I feel that, I move to the next client. I keep that on the back burner. So if it's happening, it's happening. Fair and good. Otherwise, I always make sure my probability ratings are always good, um, which has always allowed me to sort of close very quickly. Uh, whereas someone in my colleagues might have taken, say, about uh, four or five meetups. For me, that happens over a couple of catch-ups. I close that quickly, right? Um, and uh, in a situation where um, people would reach out to, say, about, say, 20 leads to close, say, about seven, I would reach out to probably say about 15 to close those seven leads. 
Um, so for me, that's always about how I look at my leads, what what their feelers are when I meet them for the first time or when I'm getting gone, going on a cold call, I'm on the phone. Um, how does it feel um, when I'm having that conversation? It really gives you a good idea about that. So a good salesperson always has their probability math on point um, and they work with that intuition in their mind because that helps them sort of progress faster uh, and definitely make more money, right? Now, effectively selling, on the other hand, is a three-part process and I've I can't emphasize on it enough that some people don't sort of understand that and I think it's so important to sort of explore that. The first process is, um, the, sorry, the first part of the selling process is the selling process which comes from your style of selling. Now, how you sell really depends on what you sort of innately feel when you're sitting in front of someone. It needs to come naturally to you, right? Now, for me, that's always been about relationship building but I have some extremely good friends in the industry uh, who are hard sellers. Now, hard sellers, for those of you who don't know what it is, are those people who are extremely pushy, very aggressive on their pitches, um, are definitely going all in, I need the money right now, I'm not walking off the table. Now, this might sound like an asshole-ish thing to do to you, but when they're in their magical craft-making scenarios, when they're fucking giving out those pitches, they are fucking magic. I mean, you will be stunned to what quality um, of, of pitches they're delivering and how engaging they can be for the person sitting across them. So even though they're very aggressive, um, even though there's a lot of um, pushiness coming from their pitch about the, the commercial bit of it or overall the product features or overall how they want to take this pitch forward, um, they really are doing a good job with it. And I mean, the response usually comes really well, right? Um, at the same time, as to be a good selling process person you need to have a good good pipeline and the impact of pipeline I can't emphasize I mean I've already made a podcast episode about it so do check it out uh, but what it effectively does it really helps you focus on which clients will close fast which clients will close slowly uh, and which clients won't close at all so which means again going back to your probability theory you're just fucking investing into what's gonna make the most sense for your time because your time is money right you're being built on that um, the second part of the whole um, selling uh, setup is the buying process. Now, the buying process is, is a very tricky one because that is completely dependent on the person who's actually buying from you, right? Um, each business has a process of their own. Um, now, a good salesperson actually identifies what their selling process are um, and aligns their pitch in such a way that that brings their buying process to reflect your selling style instead of the other way around, right? Um, People who can do that have a much higher conversion ratio. If I know how my the person that I'm pitching to um, responds to a certain scenario, I already know what to say that is going to make them go like, fuck, I want to work with this guy, right? Um, and in general, even the people who are doing aggressive sell or, or the hard sell, as you call it, they're also building relationships, right? And they're allowing for that particular uh, conversation to dictate uh, the buy, right? Now, <clears throat> when you let them know that there is a deal that has a higher closing probability, um, the, the, the person that you're pitching to, um, they also feel confident because they know that you are part of their overall setup. You're going to help them deliver the results that they want, right? So it is extremely important to show that confidence when you're pitching to them. Um, but to understand what they will respond to, some people respond really well to numbers. So if I'm meeting someone who's a numbers guy, I go back down with my bottom lines, my top lines, my conversion ratios, um, or what was the overall scenario or the projections. I sit with that fucking math and that Excel sheet in front of him because that's gonna you know, connect and, and show him the real value of what I'm trying to provide. 
but every once in a while you will also come across people who react really well to how nice of a person you are to them of course i mean they care about if you know about the product or not um but how you react to them what do you talk to them about what is your overall um understanding of uh, the human relationship that makes a lot of difference because if someone's going to invest their time to work with you for the next i don't know one year two year three years uh, or a lifetime in, in certain situation they need to know they're working with a person they can actually fucking be happy to see um so that's that's very important a good salesperson definitely outlooks and um what their response behavior is and then aligns their pitch in such a way that they change their buying behavior according to how you're pitching it to them right uh and the third part of this whole sales setup is the decision making process now this is something that you or the guy who you're pitching to doesn't necessarily um dictate right because decision making sometimes doesn't happen at an individual level where you are pitching it happens in a much more larger scale setup where the the ceo or the md or the store director or the aggregators are involved right now what the job of someone like you or i will be is to actually influence their decision in such a way that it swings in your way right um so you need to go back to what a really good pitch is which is one of the other podcast i have done about how to sell a pen or vav how to actually set up a good pitch because when you're pitching right when you're actually meeting the right people um and they need to have that conversation at a higher up or they give you the opportunity to go and pitch for yourself it is extremely important to have that um influential input in that relationship to make sure that they are also responding very well to you so sometimes what happens if i'm pitching to you and you're happy but your boss doesn't like me or doesn't like the product or doesn't like the pitch it's a no no so it is extremely important to have make sure that decision making process is also taken care of so that's basically the three set um as we call it is the selling set right the selling process this is how you're selling the buying process which is how the person you're pitching to is responding or reacts to a certain pitch um and the decision making process which is actually working with maybe that particular person but usually happens to be the case uh someone higher up or a management team overall um and how you influence the decision which is happening in that boardroom right um and sometimes it's as simple as making sure the person you're pitching to currently likes you a lot so when he goes and speaks for you or on behalf of you he fucking becomes your representative he goes all in saying that boss we need to work with this guy because he's going to fucking ace it for us right and that's always going to be the key now this this as a process needs to be always remembered because i think a lot of people don't uh, emphasize enough on what all goes into the human behavior part of pitching uh, it's not as simple as you read a script or it's not a script rather that you have that you can actually just use day in day out it doesn't work that way you have to customize it so it is extremely important um that you do that so the, the only way that actually works is when you individually uh, as a high performer know what to do in a certain situation if a pitch is going sar how the fuck do you respond to make sure it comes back to the sweet terms right how do you make sure you close on your terms rather than the client's terms because the client's always going to look for a fucking deal they're going to try to make sure that they squeeze in the last fucking penny out of you they're going to make sure they're going to get the best deal out of you you obviously are trying to increase the billing target so that you can make a good fucking incentive at the end of the day right so it is extremely important that you focus that you're driving the whole conversation your way and that obviously only happens when you sort of learn through education um experimentation um and such an important thing because if you don't have failures and experience you will never know how to react in that situation down the line most of us uh are not born with it like even for someone like me and i do consider myself a very good sales person um i find it so difficult to react to certain situation or maybe i used to find it very you know, increasingly difficult back in the days but now over time when i have actually faced it multiple time now my 
innate nature just kicks in. I already know what the fuck I need to say to make sure that situation doesn't digress further or it gets it worsens further. It's, it's already inbuilt in me, right? So that requires a lot of experimentation. Sometimes I would try something, it wouldn't react really well. Then I tried something else in the next pitch and it did well. And it sort of just came together as a process where I know how to react to a certain situation, right? Um, and people who necessarily do that, people who are willing to fail at certain pitches to make sure that long run, in the long run, they have a very good overall authenticity to their uh, conversations that they're having, um, are the people who are going to grow, are the people who are ne necessarily going to become the big fucking big dogs of the game, right? Um, because people who believe in their shit are the only people who are selling. Let me tell you that. There are a lot of people who come in saying, listen, if you're with me, if you're, you know, maybe I'll do it. No, that's not how it works. The good salesperson goes like, boss, this is my game and I'm going to be the fucking coach of it also by tomorrow. So you watch me do it, right? Um, and that's the sort of aggression and confidence that you want in your salespeople, you know, uh, who knows how to fucking go out there, deliver, bring the fucking business in. The good salesman, I mean, I would, you know, sometimes pick up a client and I come back to my company and say, listen, we need to change the product to work with this client because they have a right point and this is a long-term fucking billing i'm not going to let it drop because we don't have the feature right now so let's fucking develop it right um and a good company will always respond very positively to you saying okay wait this makes sense um and this is a good billing which means we can also get it built from other clients so let's build a fucking product right um at the end of it i think a very conversationally speaking um i think selling is a great form of art because it's like a it's like when you're selling when you're making that pitch when you're sitting with that client in front of you and you can see that reaction what do you say changes their facial expression changes their body expression it's it's magical you know you're making an impact as you speak looking right in front of you so for me it's always such an artistic thing to do because as salespeople, people are our fucking work like how we speak and that has the impact to control someone's overall decision. It has an impact to control how they are necessarily dictating their business terms in the market because you have the right influence to let them know this is how you should do it. Now, that is artistic, right? Um, but of course, there are a lot of people who will come back and say, listen, there's a lot of science involved. There's a lot of uh, you sit down and you do your background check. You do your homework. You make sure you know what's going to tick for them, what's not going to tick for them. Um, there's a lot of forecasting that you do. There's a lot of projections that you make. Sure, I agree. That's true. Uh, but for me, I mean, if you have to ask me, I definitely think it's it's always going to be a class of art because when you're doing it, it's a game changer. I mean, it changes you, right? You go back thinking, fuck, I'm so good at this. I got to keep doing it. Uh, I mean, imagine if Van Gogh went back home and said, fuck, this is such a piece of shit art. I can't do this anymore. Um, it doesn't work that way. So guys, for me, uh, art of selling is a genuine form of art. I hope you guys experience it for yourself and find out too. See you in the next episode.